This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. But I want to get an update on the shocking news from the weekend about this apparent terror plot in Ottawa targeting the Jewish community. And I got to say, I mean, in the aftermath of October 7, what was the worst uh, attack on Jews really since the Holocaust? We've seen a really troubling rise in incidents of anti-Semitism around the world, including here at home. Uh, and this news from the weekend came just days after it had been announced in Germany and Denmark uh, that Hamas plots targeting the Jewish community in those countries had been disrupted. What's maybe even more troubling about the situation here at home, though, is that it's a youth, a teenager who's been charged with terrorism for allegedly plotting an attack against the Jewish community. So we got word of this on the weekend, and and more has come to light, including the update yesterday, where additional charges were laid. And and this helps fill in some of the blanks uh, around the scope of this plot, Uh, because these charges now include uh, charges related to the building of bombs. So how serious was this? Uh, well, Stuart Bell, a uh, national investigative journalist with Global News, has been part of the team coverage in breaking and following this story, including the developments yesterday. He joins us on the line here this morning. Hi there, Stuart. Morning, Rob. Appreciate you joining us here. So let's talk about what uh, unfolded yesterday. What do we know about these new charges? Well, I mean, the arrest happened over the weekend. So on uh, on Monday, the youth made his first uh, his first, well, second court appearance, but he made the first main one where they uh, they imposed a bunch of new charges. And uh, those included, as you mentioned, uh, not just facilitating terrorist activity, um, but also instructing others to carry out uh, terrorist activity and using explosive substances. So we're starting to get a picture um, that, uh, as we heard over the weekend, this was an extremely serious uh plot that was disrupted by the police in Ottawa and um, targeted at the Jewish community. And all the more disturbing, as you mentioned, because we're talking about a very young uh, individual who is accused of this. Do we know how far along this was? What what have police said, or the RCMP said, uh, about, I, I guess, how they became aware of this and, you know, just how close to, to this being realized maybe this was? Well, I should mention, whenever a youth is charged with a crime, um, there's a real lockdown on information. We mm-hmm. can't identify the person. We can't we can't uh, share information that might identify the person, even identifying his father, um, who we spoke to. Um, we were not allowed to do that. So things become very tight-lipped when it comes to minors, I guess, you know, for that's just the way the law is. Um, but, I mean... What we do know, we heard late Friday, um, they're, they're, the police moved on uh, this person. There was, uh, we understand, an explosives team that was deployed um, during the arrest and search. Um, they considered us to be very serious. They believe there's a connection to uh, the, at least the ideology of uh, ISIS. Mm-hmm. And uh, the targeting, um, I 
think it's in the context of what's been happening in the Middle East and a lot of the very emotional uh, statements that are flowing around, some might call incitements and anti-Semitism. Um, it, it's occurred, this has occurred within that context, which is very, very, very concerning. But, um, you know, in terms of how long, I think uh, the police moved fairly quickly, it looks like. Um, I don't believe, uh, at least we we understand there was not a specific target in terms of a you know particular building or anything, but just that the Jewish community was the general target. You know, it's interesting too. One of the stories you you were working on for Global News, and and not that any of these individuals are connected, just to be clear. But we've had a, a number of arrests recently, including uh, here in Alberta, of teenagers of, of youths who've been arrested uh, on terrorism charges. Much of it connected to ISIS and the, and the ISIS ideology. What, what are security experts saying about this apparent trend? Yeah, the, the two cases are not connected. The uh, the youths arrested in Calgary are an entirely different case uh, and an entirely different target, mm-hmm. um, which is also disturbing, um, but not connected. But the, the similarity is that we're talking about very young people that are being drawn into this. And uh, to the point that when the RCMP announced the, uh, the charges over the weekend in Ottawa, they made a point to underscore two people that work with youths to be aware to be aware of the signs that somebody may be falling into this trap of radicalization and um, there have been just over the last few months there have been five arrests of minors on terrorism charges in Canada which is you know it's not a huge number but it's concerning and it certainly appears to be a trend that is also uh, global we're seeing increasingly young people that are being attracted to terrorist groups of all types and the speculation is that it may have to do with I mean one that terrorist organizations are clearly targeting young people with their their propaganda um, but also that youths tend to be perhaps more online than uh, than other generations um, before them and so are more vulnerable to this type of online recruitment well, you, you mentioned the conversation with the, the accused in this case with his father, and we obviously can't identify the father because that would identify the accused, but does the father have any kind of additional insights on, you know, maybe how his, his son was becoming radicalized? What he told us outside the court was that he, um, he had concerns about his son to the extent that he'd spoken to him. Uh, about staying away from extremists, um, that his mother had apparently arranged for him to meet with an imam to try and disabuse him of the the ideology that he was adopting. Um, however, when we when we found the Facebook page that we uh, that certainly matches the name and the photograph of the father, we also found um, comments uh, about Jews, Israelis, and Zionists, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, some observers have said were might classify as an incitement to the point that they've asked the the police to investigate the father's Facebook posts. Wow. Uh, and in terms of the the reaction from the Jewish community, and and look, they've obviously been through a lot over the past couple of months, but that things may have escalated to this point. What, what are they saying? Well, obviously, very concerned and and uh, advising people to be vigilant and. As we all know, this is appearing within. This is occurring within the context of a lot of, of sort of an escalating 
series of anti-Semitic attacks, um, both verbal and physical, in terms of people shooting at schools, um, bomb threats, these types of things. And, uh, um, you know, perhaps within this context, it's understandable that a young person who, by definition, lacks uh, the education or emotional control uh, might be influenced by that to the point of wanting to to act. So I think what we're hearing is that people need to be cautious about the things that they're saying, uh, the very emotional charged statements that we're hearing um, about people can have an impact to the point where something like this may happen. So you mentioned the youth appeared in court yesterday. We learned of these new charges. Uh, so wh- where does the case go from here? Well, again, it's a youth, so the case is very closed. We won't have a lot of information about it. Uh, it's not like an open trial that would happen for an adult. But so what we've seen in the past with similar cases is either um, you know, a conviction or guilty plea that results in a very short charge, uh, a very short sentence of a couple of years, or sometimes even just a release without a trial on what's called a peace bond, which is just sort of simply a series of promises um, to control their behavior. And I guess the concern about that is that the very short sentences, um, and the, even adults in Canada get quite short sentences, but they may not, not allow enough time for somebody to uh, to sort of turn the corner on the, after having adopted very extreme ideology. So uh, likely what we're looking at is uh, as a youth trial, if there's a conviction, um, quite a short sentence. We'll keep a close eye on it. Uh, More on all of this, of course, globalnews.ca. Stuart, appreciate the update. Thanks for joining us here.